Private Lender Podcast, Episode 36. The Private Lender Podcast quote of the day comes to us from Albert Einstein, who said, Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it, earns it. He who doesn't, pays it. This is the Private Lender Podcast, the show that shares practical advice and know-how for new and seasoned lenders, from private mortgages on single-family houses to joint ventures on commercial projects and beyond. Discover details about investment vehicles that you won't find at your local bank or online broker. Listen and learn from private lenders and real estate investors, as well as from professionals and entrepreneurs, as they share the details, strategies, and the insight that allows for successful and prosperous lending. Now, get ready to increase your ROI. Here's your host, Keith Baker. Greetings to you, Lender Nation, and to the ever-growing tribe of lenders. Welcome to the Private Lender Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to teaching people how to become private lenders, the most passive form of real estate investing there is, but also dedicated to teaching private lenders how to mitigate risk and increase their yields. My name is Keith Baker, and you're listening to episode number 36. This episode will go live on September 3rd, 2018, which will be Labor Day in the United States. So I thought I'd take a moment and to look back and actually look up the meaning of Labor Day. I always thought it was just a telethon day growing up, but it's for the American worker. So I Googled, and according to the U.S. Department of Labor, Labor Day, the first Monday in September, is a creation of the labor movement and is dedicated to the social and economic achievements of American workers. It constitutes a yearly national tribute to the contribution workers have made to the strength, prosperity, and the well-being of our country. And that's a direct quote from the U.S. Department of Labor's website. Our labor is how we derive our money. We trade time for money, whether we're paid by the hour, or we trade our physical labor and toil. Or if in the case of, say, an attorney, their knowledge of the law. But labor is how we derive our currency and our money, our wealth, our material wealth, I should say. Whether you turn a wrench or a typewriter, well, that's a little dated, but or whether you push a mop or a pencil, or <clears throat> excuse me, whether you hit the road in skies or whether you stand guard, we all do something in exchange for money. And this led me to start thinking about one of my favorite books that I've ever read, uh, Ancient Wisdom on Creating Wealth and Becoming you know, Materially Rich Anyway, but also a touch on the spiritual side, and that is a book called The Richest Man in Babylon. But before I run down this week's rabbit hole, I'd like to first thank our sponsor. 713 RIA invites you to come out and experience one of the fastest growing RIA groups in the greater Houston area. The goal of 713 RIA is to provide quality information to every level of investor. The organizers Landon Rothstein and Ray Sasser have found that no matter where you are in the investing process, those investors who effectively network are far more successful than those who don't. And 713 RIA is geared to help you both get the information you need and provide the networking that will propel your investing. For more information, please visit 713RIA.com. That's 713REIA.com. All right, and as always, I'd like to thank Landon and Ray for their continued support. And if you have a moment, you got to check out 713 RIA. Go to the show notes page for more information and links to find out when and where. So today, Labor Day, or what will be Labor Day, I'd like to go briefly over the richest man in Babylon and how this has helped me 
at least understand a few things in the, in this world. And it was originally written, or it's written by George S. Clayson, or Clason, C-L-A-S-O-N. And I believe it was given out to banks, or banks would give them out to its, its, its customers, its members, or maybe it was an insurance company. I'm not quite sure, but it is one of my favorite books. And as soon as you open the page and there's a little bit of, you know, why you like this, et cetera, et cetera. But the first page, nothing is, there's no name or anything. There's four distinct sentences. And the first one is, money is the medium by which earthly success is measured. The second, money makes possible the enjoyment of the best the earth affords. The third, money is plentiful for those who understand the simple laws that govern its acquisition. And four, money is governed today by the same laws which controlled it when prosperous men thronged the streets of Babylon 6,000 years ago. So it's just basically saying that the, the basic principles never change. And that's the way I take it. And we, we myself included, I always look for the hack, the easy way to cut something. I think it's just kind of human nature and where we are in our development. But it all goes back to almost like the religions. You know, being a good person, the core of being a good person doesn't change. The core of making money and making it work for you doesn't change. No matter how fancy technology gets. So it's good to, I think, to reflect back upon this and in, in this kind of thinking. So I turn the page before the title page, and it says, Lo, money is plentiful for those who understand the simple rules of its acquisition. And then there's a box. Number one, start thy purse to fatten. Meaning you got to go make money. You got to have a job. You got to earn some income. Number two, control thy expenditures. Pretty simple stuff. This is right out of Dave Ramsey's script. Or maybe he got it from here. Who knows? Number three, make thy gold multiply. And there it is. Make your money work for you. Number four, guard thy treasures from loss. Number five, make thy dwelling a profitable investment. And that, you're going to have to read the book to learn what that means exactly. Number six, ensure a future income. And number seven, and probably most importantly, increase thy ability to earn. This is from The Richest Man in Babylon. And from a private lending perspective, you have to start your purse to fatten if you want to invest passively, the most passive way in, in, in real estate, to be a lender. So you got to go make the money. Then you got to control the expenditures so that you have the delta to invest. And you make thy gold multiply. You take that delta to multiply. And this is where it really ties into to private lending, I think, quite a bit. You become a lender to make thy gold multiply, which is, again, better than the savings accounts and whatnot. Interest rates are so low at the banks that prime is really yielding nothing. Or let me let's scratch that. It has nothing to do with prime. Interest rates are so low that if you keep your money in the bank, you're not even making inflation. So you're actually losing money. And when you make that gold multiply, the book talks about you know, going to experts, basically. You know, you don't go to your cousin who sells carpets in order to make a diamond deal. You go to the guy who does deals with gyms. And so that's the same thing with private lending. 
you go to the real estate investors, the people who do it on a daily basis, who quote unquote know what they're doing to help guard thy treasures from loss. And the other beautiful thing about the lending is the insurance policies, which we'll get into, but to protect that investment, protect that in property that is backing your investment. Again, to make thy dwelling a profitable investment. Back to the Dave Ramsey thing, living below your means, but it's a very interesting bit. Number five, it's a very interesting topic in the book that I think you should this should read if you can hear if you hear my voice. Then you ensure a future income. Translation to this in the real estate world is deal flow. You got to go find the investors who are out there working it to work your money. And then increase thy ability to earn, which you just follow the seven steps, the six steps prior to this, to get the delta between what you earn and what you need and expend. And then continue to make that money multiply more and more and more. And that's the name of the game. And that's going to wrap it up for this episode today. But if you have questions, please send them to info at privatelenderpodcast.com. Keep them coming. I'm going to start reading them on the air. I'm, I'm collecting them right now from people as they come in. And I'm going to, I think I'm going to make a weekly segment of take one question and just answer it, no matter how complex or, or how simple. So info at privatelender.com. Just send me those questions. And if you're looking for, uh, for a place to put your money to work or you're looking to meet investors or private lenders, you can also email me at info at privatelender.com. And I'll be more than happy to talk to you for a few minutes see what your investing criteria are and see if I can't uh, put you in touch with somebody whose uh, criteria are, are, are in alignment with yours. So again, that's info at privatelenderpodcast.com questions or possible deals. Well, thanks so much for listening. I wish you guys happy and prosperous lending and investing, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Private Lender Podcast with your host, Keith Baker. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit privatelenderpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time.